five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn. And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this stays between us. So I'm sight reading. I'm practicing my sight reading. Oh. Okay. Welcome back. Happy New Year, Steve. Happy New Year. 2021. I actually hate that it's an odd number. It does not roll off the tongue. I don't like anything about saying the words 2021. I think you need to bring that to your therapist. I hope to get one in the new year. That's a resolution. (laughs) Um, so I will. 2021. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think you care because you wouldn't have brought it up otherwise. No, I I care about that. The title of it is horrendous to the ears. <laughs> it's the orchestration <laughs> of death. <laughs> it doesn't sit right in my eardrum saying 2021. It's, it's just ugly too. Much work. too. It's ugly. 2021. To, like, I might just say, tw- remember the movie 21? I do. No. The movie where it's set in a casino. No. And uh, you can't always get what you want. Was this a musical? No, that's a Rolling Stone song. Oh. Rolling Stool was what I was about to say. (laughs) We're doing really, really well. What have you been watching, though? What have you been doing on this week off? Because I I haven't been been... able to reach you. I can tell you that much. (laughs) Michaela's been busy. (laughs) Quote, unquote. um, TV. Yeah, there's been, like, a lot of new shows, I feel like, in the last week that came out, I feel like. Um, but one of them is, I don't know, you probably have heard of it already, on Netflix, Bridgerton. Oh, the horny old show. Horny, old, but new hot people kind of show. I think I have, like, three episodes left, but it's very, very good. I do recommend it. I think you would like is it Is there lot. sexual intercourse in this show? A lot of sexual intercourse. Do you watch it? A lot of butts. A lot of butts. A lot of butt stuff. I think there was, we got a flash of a penis once, but I could have been making that up. I'll be Um, be there for the shoot day of that. Like, do you wear, in that moment, are you just going full on? For that flash. Yeah, Yeah, you have to if you see it. No coverage. God bless. Well, because I've also been watching Girls, which I told you about. And that show also has tons of sex in it like yes. nudity at any possible realistic second so i was honestly interested i was like how do they film this stuff like how do they do it and i looked it up because i was so fucking curious and apparently so when the guys people might know this but when the guys when it's just like top up stuff and you don't see anything in the bottom and they're like having sex they wear a sock yeah did you know penis yeah sock. people yes penis sock and then the women on their vaginas have this tape that goes that covers like the whole like the entrance to the vagina so you don't so it's not open i guess and like that's what they do when like they're having sex and they can't be wearing underwear and stuff it's all very interesting though because there's just like it looks like they're having sex but like they're not they're not there there was a hbo show called (laughs) looking Starring Jonathan Groff. And it was basically about a set of gay men in San Francisco, I think. It's 12 episodes. And I did get a season two. Season one, it wasn't that highly rated. Like, people didn't really watch it. 
they chose to make a season two and it got canceled but it was still really very like girls ish the way it was mm-hmm. shot andrew keenan bolger did anal on television it was crazy truly wow. crazy that That's I was what like, I'm saying. HBO, like, they look like they're having sex. I'm just so confused by it. But like, it also adds a really false narrative to children and young people. Children sounds awful. Young people <laughs> about teenagers. what, yeah, like, an, actually, in fairness, I was that nine-year-old who was like, what's that? <laughs> Clicking on HBO, you know what I mean? Um, but um, when, no, like, we're talking, like, 12, 13, 14, understanding what sex is. And, like, mm-hmm. you see kind of that, in my opinion, it's like, it kind of romanticizes having sex. Like, no one is good at having sex the first time around. Like, right. no one. And I feel to some extent societal standards, including the media, kind of like, I don't know. It Like, you have to be good at it the first time. Like, right, you have right. to be bad. Like, I just, I for that. any of my virgins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I went on that rant. But I think I'm right. I understand I had what you mean. Such anxiety <laughs> so about having upset. sex for the first time. I just thought right. about it, and I was like, "It's because of fucking shows like Girls yeah. and Looking and all that." But stuff. even girls, like, I guess some of it is like Allison Williams doing it. But yes, no, I was literally gonna say <laughs> the hot girl doing it. Yes. Literally, but no, I agree with you. I agree with you. But Girls has been great. Yeah, I love that. Um. I love. I miss. I felt nostalgic for New York watching it. I was like, oh, New York, old New York. We're like almost in our girls' age. I don't want to fucking talk about that, Michaela. We're already so depressed. I don't know what we're gonna do. Technically, it's two years after college, and we're still in college. But um, so I'm we're the almost gr- there. I'm the age. Technically, of girls. you're like almost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we're living our 20. girls' time. What are we doing, Liam? What's going on? We actually did talk about the <laughs> fun fact. Michaela and I were close-ish to being roommates, close-ish, because yeah, nothing like was ever finalized. finalized. It was just because I think I was looking for a roommate. Within a th- couple of weeks, I found one, and then like a week and a half later, Michaela oh, was like, "Oh, that time when that went to our sophomore year, right? Are you talking about when you moved to Brooklyn that yeah. time? And you were yeah. like, we should that time I was hesitant.'" <laughs> <laughs> to move in with you Rude. very much so i love how she pulls out the secrets on air <laughs> no but like during that but then i did actually respond to you i was like oh maybe it actually won't be that bad but at the time i was well, like no, i was asked i, I wasn't i wasn't i think i may have been like hey if you know of anyone but yeah. i don't think i was ever like hey michaela we should live together i think no, you were the one sure. who came to me because i think said, i was just <laughs> um so fucking rude but now I'm not as hesitant about it anymore. Well, because well, what we if we get into a fight like gremlin. Lena Dunham and Alice, and then the they was move you out and I would both go say shut the fuck up. You like fucked you're... my um my ex gay boyfriend. That would actually work. <laughs> you're actually gay. I mean, if your ex boyfriend you know... is Andrew Reynolds, sure. Oh, oh, I show. did watch. Yeah, for some so reason, good. the past few weeks, I think from prom onward. Mm-hmm. I have really been attracted to Andrew Reynolds. Not entirely sure why. No, he's handsome. I think he's very handsome. And he's aging yes. well. He is aging fantastic. Because there was a time where, like, Andrew Reynolds was a little bit younger, and he was, like, so, I don't know, he looked so, like, Ken dollish. He did. And I now agree. he's aging, he and he looks like great. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, looks. Sure. Oh, we also discovered on our week off. So <laughs> I was watching Stars in the House, which is a show that Seth Rudensky and his husband produces every single day to benefit the Actors Fund. And they do amazing work. They bring like 
uh, reunions, like old cast. I did a Suzical reunion of the 20, because it's been 20 years since Suzical, which is nuts. And they brought them all back together, like all, you know, eight, nine principals, and they all did a show together. They did a Chicago revival. I mean, it was incredible what they've been doing, and they've raised so much money for the Actors Fund. But anyways... Mm -hmm. They did a phantom one of all the phantoms. They did a Christine Dying Day. Oh, right. They did That's a phantom what you day. sent me, yeah. And I'm like watching. I'm like, who is that man? And I look into it, and it's Hugh Panero, okay? I've known <laughs> Hugh, who that is. I've known who that is. I he's, haven't. He's like worked. He's got a great voice. And so I was like, weird. Like, I was like, but his hair has grayed. He's kind of going for mm-hmm. this silver, silver fox thing. Yep. And I am like, when I say for a good 48 hours, wouldn't stop thinking about Hugh Panera, I tweeted about it. I said, I'm sure I, you did. I said, this is me publicly stating at, no joke, at Hugh Panero, I'm in love with you. And then I haven't you sent response. me an Instagram post yes, showing me him so I could like see him more. Correct. And I see a comment from Liam yes. on a picture that was from like months ago. But in fairness, saying, he's kind of so old. handsome. <laughs> I have no shame. Did you just comment that? Did he like it? Did he like the comment? No, because he's because we don't. Okay, this is. I'll tag him in this podcast episode (laughs) when I post about it on the Instagram. I'll tag and go at you. We have something to tell you. Dot dot dot. (laughs) And maybe I think that's a great great start of season two. (laughs) Hot mess of twenty bucks. I will get a cease and desist. I will. Um, I mean, I haven't done anything that crazy, but. Yeah, I definitely shot my shot, shot my shit, you know. Yeah, and he's older. Like, oh, he's, he's like sugar 56. daddy age for you. But like, I mean, at this that point, would be sugar daddy. it's like I am the sugar daddy at that point because he is benefiting me. <laughs> like it you're is going after him. correct, and he's probably and like, no money we don't get. know. Yeah, I have no money, no name. I purely <laughs> have my love for him, and by my love, I mean my forty-eight hour obsession with the way he looks. Like that's literally <laughs> it. But he's you got a great – I've always appreciated his talent. But, like, him older, I'm like, oh, this is hitting me different, um, which is probably <laughs> why I'm in therapy for 21. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think um, he has not responded to anything, if you if you were wondering. Uh, you um, have to keep us updated if he does oh, never respond. Yeah. I mean, he is at that age where he doesn't really know how it all works, you know? <laughs> Social media? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, even if he did see one thing, he's probably like, ah, that's weird. Yeah, like, I was he's like, probably no. a robot. Truly, or like, <laughs> true phantom, phantom fan. What are, what are phantom fans called? Um, um, maskers. I don't know. Mask for mask. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'll, I'll name it. Um, little it, monkeys. And I also do want it, little monkeys. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, little chandeliers. Chandeliers? Wait, I'm oh, onto it. Shit. Fun fact, I saw randomly, so I have this thing that I want to go into every single Broadway theater, right? And I'm pretty yeah. close. I think I have like four or five theaters left. And But last year, one of them was The Majestic, because of course that's home to Phantom and I have no real need to see Phantom of the Opera. Um, but I was randomly with, with my friends. Fun fact, they don't have student rush, which is annoying as hell. It's because really? they don't know. Students don't want to go see Phantom. They don't need it. Um, well, I do. If it was Student Rush, I'd see it more. And then I, so I I've went to the box office. Oh, you love Daddy Phantom. Danny Phantom? Uh, anyways, I <laughs> went to the box office and said, do you guys have like a rush or a thing? And they went, nope. And I was like awkwardly nope. staring at her like, oh. Um, she's like, it took her 30 seconds to be like, but we have $40 partial seats in the front row. I'm like, 
that's basically Rush. So I don't know why yeah. you didn't tell me that. Whatever. So I paid for it, and I saw I saw Ben Crawford, uh, who I'm interviewing I saw ben on my Crawford separate. Too. Oh, he's in my latest one. He's incredible. He's. I liked him because he gave like the Phantom some like swag. Oh, because Daddy. <laughs> the way he Loki, like walked. Loki. He had swag. Is the only way I can describe it. And, and I Michaela know said, swag. I want it. No swag. Michaela want. <laughs> Not even that, but I just I he had like he was kind of cool. I was like, oh, this is a cool phantom. He was True. like. And then Jay Armstrong good. Johnson was my. You got to see Raul. him. Yeah. We he's literally great. got tickets, basically to see him like sing that score because like his voice on that would be amazing. And he doesn't do Saturday night shows on Broadway. Weird. Isn't that bizarre? It literally said out for these performances like every week. So I don't know. Maybe he was filming something that filmed on Saturday that, nights. Yeah, I think but we it. were literally like, oh, because he's in that one show. So Quant- Quantico. Quant- Quant- yeah. Wow. Great, Michaela. It's definitely. I'm going to say it. quarantine. <laughs> he's in the oh, TV God. show Quarantine. Um, no, yeah, but I genuinely enjoyed it. I loved the majestic. It was a good, 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 good time. Why was I talking about Phantom? Oh, because of Hugh Panera. Um, but I do not want to go forward. I want to say this. Um, my heart's go out to Danny Bernstein and mm. the gorgeous, uh, passing of, of Rebecca Luker, the gorgeous Rebecca Luker. Yeah. She's like literally one of my favorite singers. I mean, and she truly was like, she was like the legit of legit sopranos. Mm. Like she could have done opera if she really wanted to. Um, and I remember there's this beautiful video that I would recommend all of our listeners to go watch. It's the Barbara Cook Kennedy Center Honors. And Rebecca Luker sings in it with all the great sopranos. I think even Sutton Foster and Patti Lapone did it. Glenn Close did it too, I think. Um, one of my favorite Kennedy Centers. And Rebecca just sounds so, so good. And it's so... ALS is so fucking sad. Yeah. Like, it is so sad. And I was talking, it's funny, I was actually talking to Danny like maybe five weeks ago and I had asked him to do an interview and he was like, really, really sweet of you. I'd love to do it. But like my, I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of Rebecca right now and I need to focus on that. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's just so, so, so sad. But it, it leads me to uh, our next segment, which is um, shows that we really want to see revived in 2021. As some of you, uh, well, 21, 22, let's be honest. It takes a couple years yeah. for revivals to make okay. it. And um, <laughs> I I am the person who secreted the Once on the, This Island revival. I said oh. in 2016, I was like, I want a revival of this score. It's fantastic. And we got yes. it. We got it. Uh, and and it was a home run. It, was a, it really, really was. And sadly, their national tour also got cut short. But um, you know, Hopefully they'll get back on the Back course. on the road. But I, uh, I'm i leading with the first show as a, not only a tribute to Rebecca Luker, but um, I, a revival that was supposed to happen but didn't, which is The Secret Garden. The Secret Garden is a show Secret. that I would like to see revived. Yeah. Go listen right now. Pause this. Go I listen to hers. Oh, it's a good show for you, too. Um, but she, the come to my garden is literally she, Rebecca Luker is incredible. So, 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 so good. So that's my first show. Michaela, what's one of your shows? My first one is Rocky Horror, but only, and I mean only if Alex Newell, how do you say his last name? I'd say Newell. No, I think it's Newell. Newell as Frankenfurter singing Sweet Transvestite 
a la Glee, the way Amber Riley sings it. But Alex can obviously sing it in the same exact octave and exactly how Amber Riley sings it because he's literally not human. Um, that's all I want. Um, I would like to be magenta in it. Um, and yes, that's my first one. And let me tell you. I think we need the, it. I think it'd be a good time. The revival the in 2000 was. It's been long enough. Bonkers, though. Yeah. It was. If, again, another thing to pause. Go watch the bootleg. The ensemble had a young Matt Morrison. It was Daphne Rubin Vega as Magenta. It was Joan Jett, the guitarist, like the famous <laughs> guitarist as yeah. Columbia. Terrence Mann, I believe, was uh, Dr. Frankenfurter. A- Alice Ripley was Janet. Oh, I would love that. And this show was doing so well. And then, of course, I mean, the tragedy of 9-11 happened. Oh. So it slowed down. All the- It was in the circle in the square. It would have to be revived there again. I mean, I need it. What was it. playing in circle to- in the square before the pandemic? Oklahoma closed and yeah, American nothing. Buffalo was supposed Who's to open go? with Dar- um, Darren Chris. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So nothing was like really there. No. And I mean, and literally all the plays on Broadway when the pandemic shut down was like, okay, we'll see you in a year. Like they literally, all of them just did their thing for a year out. The musicals, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, My second show, I'll keep this one short. Uh, Kiss of the Spider Woman. I've been saying mm. it for years. There was a review called Prince of Broadway about two seasons ago, and the incredible Janet DeCall, who was in in the Heights as um, one of the salon girls, incredible voice, like so, so, so good. Uh, and she sang it in the review. And so, yeah, because of the Spider Woman. I know there's a revival that's supposed to happen. There was this whole thing yeah, because there? because when they when Prince of Broadway, the review I'm talking about, did their cast recording, they couldn't do any Kiss of the Spider-Woman songs. And everyone was like, that's weird. Why is that a thing? And in my th- fan theory is that it's because the revival with Audra McDonald was supposed to happen. But huh. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, that's weird. my number two. One of my favorite Kander Nepp scores. speaking of spiders, um, sure. my <laughs> revival... <laughs> This would be my next two are more like I don't think they would like really make it on Broadway be like an off Broadway revival, but Daddy Longlegs, uh, starring me and Ben Platt. <laughs> well, I mean, no, but I mean, if you cast the right <laughs> cast, it could be or on Broadway. Ben, someone else, whatever. Uh, but isn't it only two people? Like no, it's literally no, only. There's two like people. five people, Michaela. Who are the other people? I only I listen know. to the girl and guy song. I don't know, but they're only they sang the girl and the Can, guy. Yeah, because there's nobody just, else on the cast out except. Yeah. I'm literally There's looking no one it up else. right now because I don't I know. I promise you, it's Paul Alexander, I believe. Oh, was who the is? And Megan McMinnis. McGinnis. Also, McGinnis. A, a, a person I'm interviewing soon because she's, she's one of those people that has worked so much in New York and people don't know who she is. Yes. She was I a bell. I don't know who she was because of Daddy Longlegs. Yeah. And it was the first time she starred in a show, like been the leader of the show. She was in Beauty and the Beast. She was Belle on Broadway. Oh. She was the standby and sideshow. Um, she's done so much. And she's literally, she's her voice is so crystal clear. It's yes. so pretty. It is. It's a beautiful, um, beautiful Oh, just kidding. Michaela, you are absolutely right. There's only two people. There's only two people <laughs> in it. I didn't know that. My next show is uh, oh. The Wiz. Why we haven't gotten a revival of The Wiz is like stupid. Mm-hmm. When they did the NBC version... There was supposed to be a revival after that that just didn't happen. But the, just bring the cast from the Wiz version 
I mean, the girl who played Dorothy right. is probably a little too mm-hmm. old now, but um, no, but oh, get, like Haley Kilgore in the Wiz, right? Come on, and then keep Lashans as the good witch. Keep, cast Mary yeah, J. Blige. Oh, for like Maybe a week. she'll do it. A week engagement Maybe. with Mary J. Blige in the Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, uh, yeah. Just, and then, like, just open exactly, the show, Mary, and then leave. Exactly. <laughs> My you third, you third show and final or, show yeah. is another two-personer. The last five years, but with two women. And those two women would be Shoshana Bean and Cynthia Erivo. Shoshana would, would be um, Jamie. Yeah. Cynthia Jamie. would be Kathy. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? That would be good. There was another revival that was supposed to happen with Joshua Henry and Cynthia Erivo. Well, they just did the concert. Was that supposed to be a revival revival? I mean, Jason just was, like, tweeting that he wanted a full production. So he tried I to shop it around. around with two women. I don't. I mean, you got. You might get it. Yeah, I mean, there was a long rumor for a super long time that Jason didn't like his stuff being gender bent. But to be honest, yeah. I think he, <laughs> it'd know, be who good. <laughs> um, my who cares? It really would be. Um, mine's a two for. Um, because <laughs> I can pick. There's a David Yazbek show yes, called I "Women on the Verge of, of a Nervous Breakdown," and one of the most. <laughs> gayest evenings I've had in the theater. I was like 11, but it was like the cast was very inappropriate because they all were like, I think two people were people of color and the show should really be played mm-hmm. by actual Latinx people. But right. anyways, Laura Benanti, Sharon A. Scott, Patti Lapone, Mary Beth Peel, Justin Guarini from American Idol, Danny Bernstein, Brian Stokes Mitchell. That like, is the cast a was like it's a cast. show in ten years. <laughs> that is like a list Broadway like, it, cast. I, it was like and like Lincoln Center was producing it, but they were doing it at the Belasco, so then they could maybe run longer. It was a limited run. Then they were like, just kidding, we're an open-ended run. And then, like, two weeks later, they posted oh. a closing notice for January. I think they were supposed to go to, like, January 12th or something, and they extended. But, yeah, and that score is so, so good. They did a West End production a few years later, and they were David Yazbek was like, that's the final version. That's mm-hmm. the version I wanted for Broadway. Because it was very, like, campy and very, very fun. But, I mean, yeah, yeah like, Patti LuPone, come on incredible and then my final show is pretty self self-explanatory Classic. it's funny girl um yeah. but starring shoshana bean i mean she why that hadn't ha- hasn't happened is just isn't fanny supposed to be like 21 she's a little too old now but she did it yeah but she did it at theater under the stars maybe a few years ago mm. and like people drove oh. to go see it because she's no doubt so i heard she was incredible her, yeah. her people um, like I lose my mind listening to it so so good but that's not the only thing that I lost my mind to this week when we come back we're gonna talk about Remy the Ratatouille the rat of all my dreams I praise you to i hate this because i can't do it at the same time just go michaela <laughs> just go oh I pray, pray. <laughs> <laughs> the ratatouille oh section of of course the season oh four my premiere God. Of it happened you guys it happened we've been talking about it for a while and when i first talked about the whole i literally brought up the tiktok to you just of that 
10 yeah. second song back in like October when it went viral. And now we have a full fledged hour musical of Ratatouille, the TikTok musical is what it was called, to benefit the Actors Fund. Which, first off, let's just talk about how they raised a million dollars last that night. Is bonkers. Nuts. That's, Nuts. That's actually crazy. It's it's really really amazing, and a I couldn't believe it. Dollars. A million. The power of Gen Z is crazy. Okay, let me tell you something. Nutso. So good, though. So good. Overall, let's talk about overall first, yeah. and then we'll get into details about, like, what we liked. Yeah. Overall, I fucking loved it. <laughs> I had such a good time. The music, which I knew was going to be the best part of it, because, like, I've literally been hearing this music since October, because it's been developed on TikTok, and I was on ratatouille tiktok a lot and the music was so good the orchestration was yeah beautiful. that's probably my favorite part yeah beautiful the opening um oh my god what is that called i don't even know you're gonna have to hum you know it. what i'm talking about yeah i don't know no 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 what is the word for that the, the overture opening? the overture oh my god she's a musical theater student she doesn't know what an overture is um in fairness there are not a lot of overtures anymore so when I did hear an overture, I was very happy about it, and it was beautiful. the yeah. The people who played this instrument were it, they were incredible. The musicians, I believe, it's that. an all like, female really, really orchestra from something. something. I noticed incredible. that yeah. when they panned to them, and it was all females. So I was like, oh, yeah. It was like a, a certain orchestra in New York City that is probably all female. Um, but that was beautiful. I thought everyone did a really good job. Like all of the actors. Yeah. I thought. I think literally the cast, like if this was to go to Broadway, obviously the book needs work, obviously. No one's saying that, okay? And the cast, I think is perfect. I really do. Andrew Barth Feldman, that's just typecasting at this point, but it's fucking brilliant, okay? It's quite good. Um, Ashley Park was so good. Such a good Colette. Uh, she's a great French accent. <laughs> that's one of my notes. Titus was... Great. He was the biggest shock to me. Why was it a shock? Oh, because it was kind of it a different character to, that when he typically I plays. saw his name that he was going to be Remy. You were when like, I was on what? Instagram, it came out of left field for me. That was just <laughs> who were you expecting? I I don't know because when now thinking about the actor who plays Remy in the movie, I don't remember his name, but he's very famous. People would know him if he saw him. And he's also absurd to me. Like he's famous, but like. Why? Nobody knows his name, right? Like, I don't know his name. Yeah. So, seeing Titus, who is not as absurd to me, because I know who he is, but playing an absurd part, I think, for him, just was blew my mind, and I just did not connect that he could do it. But I thought he was funny and cute, and I liked the Remy he played. Um, Obviously, he sounded fucking unreal singing as Remy the Rat. And yeah. I was... His ballad... His ballad about Paris? Fucking beautiful shit right there, okay? Okay? Beautiful. I loved it. And um I love Skinner. The Oh Mary Tessa. She, she was so good as Skinner. She made me really, really laugh. Um and the guy from Hades Town as Andre the critic. Yes. He was also great. Yeah. Loved it. And um the guy from Jesse as the chef. 
Michaela, <laughs> that man has That's had a full I career on Broadway, and Liam, you don't know who Kevin Chamberlain. My first introduction to him, my first introduction to him was on a childhood show. I was a child, so how would I know? I his don't Broadway even career? know the premise of Jesse. I don't even Jesse know what that is. Jesse and Uncle Fester. He okay. was Uncle Fester. I know that. What else? He was Horton. I'm sure he's in some plays. He was Horton. Yeah. In the OG. Yeah. He's been in so many Broadway shows. Good for him. He's great. But his stable I, is Jesse. Low okay. key, I do wish, narrative wise, Remy is the narrator of the show, yes. which I understand. Yep. And like, that was one thing I was nervous about. I really don't really like scenes that are like half screen split and you're looking off to your left. I don't, just yeah. don't think it works. That was. Yeah, I don't think it works. No, but no. Oh no, no. But what I'm saying is, when they did do that, it was really good and really effective and really, it was really great. That that I don't have a problem with. But I'm guessing the reason that it wasn't like a normal book musical with many scenes was because it's a lot to edit. Um. So the choice that Remy was the narrator, Mm -hmm. if they did choose to pull this into like a real musical fashion, I actually do think they'll use the narrator kind of device. But I kind of wish the sh- but I kind of wish the chef was the narrator because he's the chef in the movie. He's the narrator in the movie. Linguini. Yeah, Linguini is the narrator at the beginning. Yes, I thought he. Yes, because I, I didn't agree think with Kevin you. Chamberlain actually. Because I if thought you he don't... was gonna honestly have more. Well, too? that's the problem in the film because he's like a narrator and a voice in his head, Remy's head. It would work mm-hmm. if he was the narrator because he's telling the audience what Remy's gonna go through, through versus when remy's the narrator and not in his to, own remy story has to break out of it yeah so i'm just surprised yeah. my guess is it just like worked out that like okay titus is going to be in a studio because obviously he was behind a green screen in a studio yeah. for a long period of time like it worked yes. like and it yes. definitely this was probably one of the best for this format and for the hour like yeah. they needed all that narrating too i feel like if it's gonna go to broadway some of that would definitely be cut back because they oh, could absolutely. then like show it and he doesn't have to say like yeah. what's going on but i agree with you with that so i bet some of that was logistical of like okay we can get titus in a studio and kevin is probably not there or like something yes. like that but like just in the future i'd be interested to see what the narration i just it made me think of being like oh linguini is the narrator of ratatouille so it would make right. sense if he was the narrator in the musical but no i fully agree i thought the format was really really great i thought this was one mm-hmm. of the best online formatted things i've seen in a super long time i thought i really appreciated the fact they really gave a spotlight to like the creators on tiktok who created the thing yep um i thought that was really great congratulations to the orchestrator who made it all sound like one show it didn't sound like a bunch of different nope shows not at all which was really great i did i kept a notepad of notes Mm -hmm. just of things uh i said Titus looks great. He does. He looks great. He looks slim down. He looks I'm going to I'm going to say this real fast. Sure. Why? Oh, Wayne Brady was the dad. <laughs> yeah, Wayne Brady was. I the loved father. him as it. He was great. And He's I said a great voice. Wayne Brady needs his own TV show. The fact he doesn't have one. He had one, the Wayne Brady show. Was that a show? It's literally what he's famous for. No, I thought he was famous for whose line is it anyway? <laughs> That too, but he literally has his own show. Used to it called the Wayne Brady Show. Was it like a talk show or was it like a? Sitcom? I actually don't know, but he literally had a show in his name, so I don't know. But it's funny it that you well. said that. <laughs> um, well. I why okay before I even get there, the worst person in the show. Oh Jesus! 
was Adam Lambert. Correct. And not because he's bad. One, he's not a meal. He would he would be the only one that I'm like, one, we need a fat man. A fat, jolly man is what right. you need for that role. That's and the role of a meal. Adorable. Like the guy who plays um, Patrick Starr in SpongeBob. Like, let yeah. him do it. Like, that's the kind of character is like Patrick Starr. So, one, Adam Lambert just doesn't fit that kind of character. Doesn't fit the bill. Doesn't fit the mold. Um, sounded obviously right. fantastic because his voice is literally unreal and one of the best voices ever. But that was the only person where I was like, this just... And not his fault. It just wasn't. And no, it's apparent that it's they not. gave him the part because they had the song and the song was kind of vocally. But TBH, although well, he sounded... much. Well, he added it all. Yes. Like, that's what I'm saying. Because he's Adam Lambert. Because he's Adam Lambert. So yeah. my thing would be like, I wouldn't... I just agree. I'm agreeing with you. And I feel like you can kind of spare down some of the vocals that he did in order yes. for the character you to be You can totally authentic. change up how it's sung. Yeah. It just, well, he's just not I literally, one of my notes was, what's Adam Lambert doing? It's so random. There's a lot of face acting that I didn't really understand. And I was like, it's Wayne, hard on Zoom. Wayne, Nobody's there. Wayne Brady <laughs> is giving a lot of face and a lot of costume. And Adam oh, Lambert Well, I was going to say, why didn't Titus and Adam have makeup? I loved Wayne Brady's little rat makeup. He's they're supposed to be rats. Put on a fucking <laughs> nose and whiskers. Michaela wants it's, cats. No, I was kind of annoyed. I was like, why is Wayne Brady the only one with rat makeup, and the lead isn't? It didn't make any sense. Correct. They could have done that. And well, with and I liked, I, I actually liked the costuming Wayne Brady did with the beanie and then the ears being in it. You were like genius. That needs to be the. Costume I was like design. that could kind of work for Broadway. It could. It could. My next big note was Priscilla fucking Lopez. She is my frustrata. The woman who played the old woman. What is she from? She's the original Morales in a chorus line. She was... Mm-hmm. Um, she was... Oh, Michaela, you're going to feel like a fool. <laughs> oh my god, enough. A fool. That's a that is what we call an inside joke, my friends. Oh, that's why she was like kind of singing in, in Spanish before. Correct. She was like sleeping. She was like saying something in Spanish. I was like, okay. I love her. Like, and you know she did that on. She was funny. Fucking photo booth. She didn't do any shit. She's like, I'm eighty. I don't care. I loved it, and it was like half dancing, half like hand dancing. Oh, obsessed. <laughs> and I was literally like, go off, Priscilla Lopez. I was obsessed. Yes, she was very very good. And also, the whole show kind of sounded like Smash. The orchestrations, low-key sounded. I agree with that. Which I'm not complaining. I love Smash. No one's complaining in this house about that. Also, just the line, the skinny boy picked me up. I love that line! I knew for a fact Michaela was going to laugh. (laughs) I also said um, Andrew is so good, because he just is. He's just so good. Oh, my God. He's he's, literally Linguini. He's literally so much younger than me, and he's so good. Um, He's so talented, yeah. Also, Ashley Park's accent. Beautiful. Perfect. Literally, Great. a perfect accent. And I'm like, she did Emily in Paris, and she's letting the world know. <laughs> I, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> also, why didn't the six queens sing? Say that again? Why didn't, didn't the sing? six queens sing? Okay. Because they didn't. Were the six queens just, like, the... Were they all there? Yeah, all, all nine of them, including the alternate. Okay, so when the light, when the the credits came, I saw Brittany Mac, and she's the only name I actually like. I know the actress's name from Six, 
So that makes sense because Lucy Moss directed Who Wrote Six. So that makes sense why they were in it. I was like, she was in it? I didn't even like really recognize any of them because I feel like they were like kind of far away. Like they weren't big. Yeah. And were it's they? like from my from what I feel probably happened. It was like, hey, do you want to do this? It, it's just learn a TikTok dance. Like that's what it is. That's because that's were what it was. Were they the ones that doing the TikTok dance? To the Adam Lambert number. Yeah, so I'm just sad. You've got nine incredible women. Why don't you just have them sing like some good ass backup, especially for Adam Lambert? But I do applaud the ensemble vocals who probably recorded all of the shit by themselves in a garage band. God bless them. They sounded great. No, they (laughs) sounded great. The thing where they did a mashup of all the songs and they like what is it called? The The rat mix, the ratty mix, something like that. I don't know what it's called. I'm looking it up because I it genuinely. I we're all know I am slutty for a mega mix, like for a mega six mega mega mix mix. moment. I Lucy Moss said, "I know what to do." She's British. Um, She gets it. I know what to do, love, and we're gonna do a mega mix, but make it a rat mega mix. All right, love. I'm flip through the official playbill. I will. But very... that mashup was very good. Can we they talk... all sound incredible. Oh, Everybody and the who mix sang... sounded great. Whoever edited yeah. this thing deserves an award. Yeah. Um, it's can we talk about for this online playbill? It says the Brooks Ratkinson Theater. Funny. There's and a... all the food puns and the rat puns. Titus's headshot looks so cute. Also, I'm low key attracted to Wayne Brady. Oh, he's so handsome. Very attractive. Um. Yeah. Handsome man, for sure. So handsome. And tight. Oh, my God. There's so many rat things. Like, there are... um, (laughs) There's an ad for Ratsettos, which is a play on falsettos. Also, there was a lot of musical theater references to the whole thing. The whole Cats reference. It was really, really cute. Cats reference. They did made a Sweeney Todd reference. They did, indeed. Um, In the music, I said, why do I know that? And then <laughs> I know that. I asked my brother. He's like, "That was Sweeney Todd," and I was like, "Oh, uh, that'll do it." Fucking Mary Tess. I'll do it. Oh, I'll do the, it. Yeah, I think I'm right. The rat, the ratamix, the ratamix. Of course. Thank I mean, you, Lucy. So so fucking good. And then I'm trying to see really any of my notes. Mary Testa, Mary Testa's number, so good. I knew I smelled a rat. The lyrics, iconic. The lyrics on all the songs are really good. There like, was the a songs moment are so though. Good. That what? I'd missed what? the original the original singer, which is actually Ashley Park was amazing, but I kinda missed the original singer. I know from, what you're talking about. I she's, know exactly what you're talking she's about. just like the Colette song, the original singer is just really good. She was it's, just she's, and her and it wasn't even that like I think it's just like tone and voice. Like yeah. Ashley's got a really to pretty, me, like mixy yeah. uh mixy soprano and the girl who originally sang it was like a mezzo, very like up and coming very new very like raw singer but she's kind of yeah. had like a roughness to her voice that yes. i really liked yeah that kind of fits colada's character i feel like the song when i heard ashley park sing it it sounded less tango-y the original maybe was in the or- orchestration from like the original one on tiktok had more of a tango feel to it and i didn't really feel that in this one like it sounded different from what i remember hearing on tiktok don't actually know if it is different at all but i don't know it just sounded different maybe that was just ashley park singing it versus the original girl who wrote it and sang it but i don't know something was different about that song i still enjoyed it i still think it's oh, a great she song. sounded great she's a great colette she is she really is a great great colette. but i, I just like missed that um i don't know the grittiness the of the one on tic- yes. tiktok 
Yes. I enjoyed it. Um, and then also all of the reporters. I enjoyed, really enjoyed like Larry Owens doing it, who wrote A Strange Loop. Natalie Walker did it. I mean, yeah, some really, really great people. Yeah. They threw in everyone. Oh, Larry. No, Larry them. Owens, he was in A Strange Loop. Let me just double check that. <laughs> Larry Owens was in it, and he was the star of A Strange Loop. Gotcha. Um, and he's truly truly one of the funniest people and i hope when broadway comes back a strange loop gets on broadway that's what i want that's what i like that'd be nice bloody nice but really i what a great like start to 2021 really it really was i really enjoyed it i give it a nine out of ten for what it was still has to work a little harder for that extra point the book is the book once the book is done so solidified good um i'll be interested to see what disney does with it i disney where you at where i i would be very very interested if disney picks it up this is it disney because the last time something like this happened was newsies so Mm. and technically hercules they've kind of got their plate full with hercules but because they're trying to get that to broadway Broadway. so ratatouille is probably going to be on the back burner but but i mean and that is the problem that it's going to be on the back burner and with new trends coming in. I don't know how long it will last. It's gonna like last. it's going to be topical or not. So, I mean, right. wouldn't be surprised if they did That's like true. a workshop or something. But, I mean, Disney had to sign off, I'm pretty sure. I know. They must have. There's no way they could Oh, no. Because I, I think this. I think the, the way they went about it was really smart with, hey, it's a benefit for the Actors Fund. I, know, I mean, Disney, there wasn't even anything it wasn't on. wasn't talk of Disney. On, uh, on the playbill, there was nothing about, like, Disney's letting this happen. So I don't know how how it worked out. I mean, they had to have had permission to do it. but Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Very good. Recommended. Very... It's still str- – oh, by the time this is out, it's done. But it was streaming for the next 72 hours um, after it went live. I just watched it today. So it's very good. Very five good. Th- worth every f- single five bucks I ever spent. Oh, God bless America. I would agree with you. God bless the Ratatouille. Yes. I And please give to the Actors Fund. I know that yep. I've given small amounts here or there. Any small amount is an amount. Uh, yep. And it does amazing, amazing work for, for our community right now. And if this is any highlight to what maybe 2021 will offer from the theater com- community, I'm really, really excited. And Me too. I think brought me a lot of joy. Between Ratatouille or the revivals we would like to see on the Broadway. Mm-hmm. Y'all, this stays between us. Have an amazing week, and we'll see you next week. Oh Bye! Bye. Bye.